But uh, so, yeah, you gave us the topic of birthday horror this year or this month. This year. Yeah, this year. Listen. Fuck. I mean, there's there's a number of them. I don't know if we can yeah. do a full year. I don't know if we can do it. Well, we, I don't know. I don't know if there's a full year's worth of birthday horror movies. There might be, honestly. I don't know. Uh, like loosely based, maybe like you know the premise is it's it's you know to be dead soon, teenager one, you know birthday, and they're going mm. on a celebration and they die, you know. No. Well, it, it, it'd be something like that, but like I don't think that's really like birthday horror in my opinion. But neither really was Nine Lives. Now that I think about it, but. It was tangentially related, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. There was a birthday uh, involved. It was, it was the primary setting. True. We'll get into that. Trust mm. me. Oh <laughs> lord. All right. So yeah, dear. for this. Oh dear. Oh dear. We're about to have a a big whole mess. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh my. Oh Lord! All right. So this month uh, we did a birthday. We did a birthday theme, and yes. Boone, it was Boone's idea, of course. And he was gonna give me a second movie of my picking since it was a birthday month. But like, that's a lot of movies to watch in one month. Yeah, three so, movies. Holy fuck! Well, three movies, and then also the four seven movies. Seven movies? Holy shit. I ain't watched seven movies in a single month before. That's like, that's impossible. Nope. Nope. Who could ever? However, I could watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood seven times. In a month. <laughs> in a week. Jesus. Listen, don't judge me. I don't have an addiction. You have an addiction. Oh, that's the one thing I was going to get for myself. Okay, anyway, so, um, yeah, so we, we, birthday horror to celebrate the birth. Now I could say it revolves around me since, you know, July is my birth month. That's right. It took all month long for my mother to push me out. I was that difficult. And honestly, can you really blame me to the fact that I didn't want to come out to the shit show that's out here? I mean, just saying. But... Yeah, so we we were celebrating birthdays, you know? It's supposed to be a fun time filled with family and presents and cake. And while one of these movies had a cake, um, it was not pleasant. (laughs) Not a pleasant cake by any means. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'd rather just not have any birthday at all with with how these movies went. So up first, we have... Uh, Boone's pick, which is Madhouse from 1981, uh, and it involves uh, words. A that, house that's very angry. Uh, a house that's angry, a dog that mauls things and then gets mauled by a screwdriver, and, you know, twins creepiness only way worse than the shining in my opinion based on what i know about the shining uh it's like it's just psychotic like you've got you've got murder dog you've got pretty twin you've got insane exorcist twin you know you've got funny uncle and yes, funny uncle, uncle. <laughs> 
yes, he was a do, funny uncle, yeah. He, yes, I do mean both in, in, in a funny way, and I'm pretty sure in 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 the not so fun way. Um, and just I I still don't. I'm not entirely sure. I understand entirely what happened, but it was unsettling and uncomfortable. And then the next pick was my own, which is Nine Lives. That's right, this hot little number that I can't remember the year it's from. I think it's 2002? Yes. Ah! Alright, I remembered. Never mind. 2002. uh, And this features many British actors. And uh, Paris Hilton. You know, and that's the sole reason, sole reason we picked it. And they all meet up at this house. This is wee shit. <laughs> Don't lump yeah. me in with you. I'm lumping you in. Hell no. I'm I would... lumping you in. So, you know, you got some, you got Paris Hilton being Paris Hilton. You know, her character. You got all these other people doing things that I just honestly don't care. Um, And then you've got weird black eyed demon thing so you know you got a bit of everything and (laughs) so yeah uh get ready to blow out them candles bitch because here we go (laughs) (laughs) madhouse Mm -hmm. it's like it's like it's like roadhouse only it's mad it's so mild. It's mild. <laughs> so mild. Um. So yeah, I had I had no idea. Hello, fish. I I had no idea what the hell this movie was. I was just looking up birthday horror, and it popped out, and I really liked the cover. But the cover looked real cool. The yeah. cover is really fucking cool. I yeah, really, it's so really spooky. enjoy it. Yeah, it <clears throat> is. Which is why I was like, oh, this one's instantly gonna win because I mean, you've got mine. Or you've got yours, which just looks fucking unsettling. Mm. And then you've got mine, and it's got Paris Hilton, you know, on it's, the front. It's the, and then a whole bunch of other people staring vaguely into the distance. Yeah, it's the generic um, early 2000s young adult horror movie poster where it's just, look at all of these pretty faces, and there's something vaguely horror-themed somewhere in the background behind them. To be all ominous and shit. Now I but, will like, say it's a diamond. It's a dime a dozen fucking poster I've seen. I could pull up forty posters from that era. Oh, for sure. And they would sure. all look a goddamn same. I could I pull up forty posters, delete the titles from them, and lay them all out for you, and you wouldn't be able to guess half the titles because they'd all look the same. Probably. More I will half. say though, I like the font and the background, like of the title like that's the coolest part of it yeah. now, i know it's probably not super original <clears throat> they, they but i liked it they managed to slip in two backwards nines to replace mm-hmm. e's in the title um and i got i can only imagine that well whoever was designing that that title was really pissed off at whoever came up with the name for the movie for not finding some way to slip another e in there somewhere so that you could have the subtle upside down six 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 in there, and that would have been badass. <clears throat> it had been goofy, but like I would have, I'd have been like, "All right, I see what you did. That's kind of fun." <laughs> but I could just, I, 
I, they just uh, need to make eight more of these so that we yeah nine, nine lives nine there you go yeah. yeah there we go we just need well they could have done it they could they could have had they could have had like a like behind it spelled out nine lives they could have had another big old just number nine in there mm. but backwards upside down and backwards they could have. And then yeah. there you go. So, yeah, no, that seems about right for, for Nine Lives. That There was almost something there that they could have done, and then they were like, nah. Nah. Um, that's that's next. That's yeah. talking about yeah. that fucking yeah. movie so, so your movie. Madhouse. The Madhouse. The Madhouse. So it's your movie. You go first, sir. You you yeah. delivered this, and I am glad that you did. But you get to unpack it. I mean, I knew nothing about it. I just saw the poster. It looked real cool. I read the synopsis. That sounded cool. It's an '80s horror movie. I'm usually a fan of those. So I was like, "Fuck it, we're doing this one." Um, but yeah, it was it was a nice, pleasant surprise. Um, is very unsettling is very bizarre the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those, like, I kind of, like, I was following it well enough, and then it kind of, it jumps out of nowhere and is like, oh, surprise. But it wasn't really that much of a surprise. Like, were, were you surprised by the, the twist? What part was the twist? The fact that, were- the fact that Funny Uncle is a funny uncle. I mean, and he's behind everything. Really know what to think throughout most of that movie, to be honest. <laughs> um, I just, I all of a sudden, like, I feel like I blinked, and mm. he was insane. And I he was do- like... He, he does <sighs> go... I won't say he goes from zero to absolute nutter. No, that's just um, how it felt for me, because I guess I maybe eye. missed some of it. But... <clears throat> he does go from like vaguely normal to hey man you're you're kind of an asshole to oh you're completely fucking insane and you're behind everything oh okay that actually kind of makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it was a little surprising because, you know, the synopsis and everything that the movie leads you up to is that it's the sister that's doing all mm. of this stuff. And then it's like, no, it's actually him. Um, and it turns out the whole family is pretty fucking nuts. Um, so that, that was a surprise. Um, I did notice that um, the music was done by... Uh, God, I'm going to butcher his name. Riz Ordolani, uh, who did uh, the music for Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, that was cool, because I don't know if I've, ever, I've, if I've seen any other movies that he's done the music on. So I saw his no. name pop up. I'm like, oh, shit. I love, I mean, I love the Cannibal Holocaust soundtrack, so. Yeah, and this one was equally was spooky. Um... It's definitely a movie with a lot of exposition in it, but it does. I but think, it honestly didn't feel that bad. Like it no, was like it was. Old. Yeah, it was. It kept, despite there being a lot of like back to back exposition stuff. Mm-hmm. 
it was interesting enough that it didn't drag things down and it was paced well enough, like, stuff was still happening that it wasn't just exposition, but it was, it did lean a little heavy on the exposition, but not necessarily in a bad way. Right, um, right, right, right. Which, yeah, no, that's that's going to come back in the next movie. Um, Is there a Madhouse 2? No, 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 no. I mean, the next movie we're covering tonight. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, oh. I think it's safe to say that both of these movies may be a bit, bit heavy on exposition. One of them handled it well. The other one very much did not. No, it did um, not. I'll admit they, that there are points and chunks of that movie that I'm pretty sure I forgot. Like, I would not blame you. Unfortunately, I don't think I could forget it. Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of all caps in the notes for, for Nine Lives. There were, there were many all caps notes. Um, but we'll get to that. Um, uh, so yeah, like a lot of, but there's a lot of moving wheels. Like there's like, she's a teacher of deaf kids, I think. Kind of. Cause they're, they're they're nonverbal, but, but she's also like, they can hear her, but they don't speak. Oh yeah. They must have. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know exactly. They were never what. really clear. No, but they it, were it never seems really like clear. maybe they have a hard time. Either they maybe they're mute. Like maybe they don't have. It's a yeah. You don't have vocal cords and things of that nature. Yeah, which is like oddly specific and unique. I, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the actress showed up and she's like, you know, I I know how to do sign language real well. Can we work that in? Maybe, maybe it also strikes me as just a random thing <laughs> that they threw yeah. in there. Um, um. So yeah, like it's definitely. I'm trying. I'm trying to piece together the movie in my head because there's there's just like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. No, it, and it is. It's it is a lot. Like it is honestly like a real mind fucky movie it is uh, you know down to the scene like cause honestly like the precursor was completely like shot out of my mind once it got down to the point where you know he's like oh I got a birthday surprise for you <laughs> and you know he's sitting there and he's having a giddy old time fucking being creepy cause that's what he does and like just that entire interaction down to like everything the conclusion I'm just sitting there like holy fuck shit like good lord why <laughs> <laughs> Why is there so much? This was supposed to be a horror film, not action. <laughs> Wait, what? It just got very, uh, or not action, but like it, it was, it got very intense and creepy at the same time that it kind of gave me like an action film kind of feeling to it. Cause you're like, I don't know if they're actually going to be able to make that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to, I really don't. Like, what? Uh, funny, uh, funny uncle's got like, super strength apparently and he still isn't <laughs> random <laughs> like 
Yeah, no, he was definitely into his role too. Like, he, like, like once he actor. once he snaps, he, oh. he he is just so gleefully out of his mind throughout the rest of the fucking movie that it's just mesmerizing to watch. It really is, and like that entire scene of like where you've got the sister coming back or you got the sister showing up at the dinner table mm-hmm. and she's just sitting there gleefully like maniacally explaining what she wants and yeah she was really you know, good too i wish i wish there was more of her right. in the movie quite frankly because yeah. she only gets the one little kind of monologue and i'm like i love this i want more of you in the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's she is she is fantastic but then like you know she's going through all this and you're like oh my god they're they're gonna torture her like this is gonna be horrible and um fucking he just stabs the sister like mm. the evil the 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 mental sister like evil sister evil twin like it just it just i really wasn't expecting that like yeah especially yeah because especially with the 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 synopsis being that it is like between the two sisters then it's like the sister's not in the movie much and then once she finally does show up she's not around for much before she just gets stabbed right (laughs) it's like wait i I thought she's she's just gone so fast like jesus christ so the uncle gone ish Never gonna trust an I, uncle ever again. I call, I called him Father Uncle because he was because he's also a priest. And then at one point he gives a a, a long winded, very on the nose sermon. Which at that point I forgot that they were even related. So there's just that scene where she's in the church and the, and Father Uncle is giving the sermon about specifically like caring for your sister and this whole all this sister stuff and i'm like i'm like wow this priest has got this priest sermon is like weirdly on the nose for this one woman's specific issues that she's having and also being really passive aggressive about it (laughs) and and then and then they they talk afterwards i'm like oh right he was here earlier they're related He's father <laughs> yeah, he's father uncle, right? Yeah, father okay, uncle. now I remember. Father funny uncle. And then I was like, father uncle's kind of a dick. <laughs> like, why is he being so fucking weird? Come to find out, we we learned that. Yeah, no, he's just a weirdo. Um, yeah. I will say, I thought this movie had probably one of the most accurate cats in any movie ever. That cat didn't want anything to do with anyone or anything <laughs> that was going on in this movie, nope. including its owner. Like, she was trying to be all sweet on the cat, pick it up, and it's like, lady, your cat does not like you. (laughs) Your cat wants nothing to do with you. It wants to go. It wants to be set down and leave. Get the fuck out of here, lady. Um, This sounds about cat, right? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, The movie has uh, child death, off-screen child death, but it kills a kid. Yeah. Kid gets mauled to death by a fucking dog in this movie. You don't see nothing, but but it happens. Um, let's see. Uh, so yeah, no, this movie was there. There wasn't a whole lot of like trivia or or back end stuff I could find on on the movie. S- besides, um, it was on the uh, video nasties list in the UK, so it was banned in the UK for a lot of years. 
um, and held up as, like, an example of, like, basically obscene horror movies that no one should ever watch ever, and it's degrading the moral fiber of society, and, like, that that whole fucking bullshit was on that list. Um, which... The majority of the movie is pretty is pretty mild, but when it stops being mild, it really stops being mild. Like when the gore yeah. jumps out, it it is it jumps out. I it had gets brutal. to turn my head away during the scene with the. I knew it was a fake dog, but I had to. I couldn't. It was a fake dog, but it was surprisingly like it was a good puppet. Yeah, I, um, it was a good puppet, and I had to also take the headphones off because I was like, nope. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. yeah. It's yeah, the the dog death is 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 brutal and gory. Mm-hmm. Um, but so is Father Uncle's. Like when Father Uncle gets it, boy does he get it. He gets hacked to fucking pieces at <laughs> length. Like yeah, she grabs she grabbed like an axe, right? Yeah, it was like a yeah, hatchet. It was like a hatchet. a hatchet, and she just she goes to town <laughs> and does not stop. I was like, oh, I kept waiting for it, because there gets to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, clearly he's dead, she's gonna back off. Or he's almost dead, and you, you gotta have that final jump scare, and she'll back off. But nope, <laughs> she's hacking through spine bits, there's a big old hole in the back of his body right. by the time she's done. And it's like, yeah, no, I think you got him. Yeah. <laughs> and she hacks on him some more. So by by the end of this movie, everyone in that family is either dead or completely insane. Yeah. Um, let's see what else, what else I got here. Um, No, I mean that's that's kind of. Um, I will say, um, despite having been been only getting that one monologue and getting stabbed, uh, Sister Mary is still very much alive at the end of that movie. I don't care what you he say. Wa- oh my god, that surprised me, and my I like I kind of jumped with the main protagonist like a bit because I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, no, no. Well, yeah. Fucking tenacious bitch. Yep. Because she comes back for the that final, like, you thought I was dead, didn't you? Kind of kind of jump scare. But even, even, and then she falls back and, you know, at, for a moment you're like, oh, okay, and now she's dead. You very clearly see her breathe. Yeah. And she's all sprawled out. And it's so obvious that I don't think it's a, a case of, well, the actress was playing dead, but you could see her breathing still. Like one of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, the 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 breath she takes is so large and so obvious that it's like no, she's still totally alive because <laughs> she mm. really didn't get stabbed that badly. Nope. It's, she's let's put it this way: she wasn't an affluent British person, therefore a single stab wound was not enough to immediately kill her. Which will become relevant, you know, when we get to the next movie. Why? Um, But yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It was very, it was, it was creepy. It was unsettling. It was 
grimy and sleazy a little bit, but not that much. It was actually pretty... Like, that's the thing with the, the video. Like, aside from those few instances of gore, everything else was pretty... tame. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree. Yeah, everything else is pretty t- like it wasn't boring. I was no, intrigued. not boring at all. Mm-mm. Just no, I was still very outside intrigued. of outside of the totally brutal gore <laughs> that happens mostly towards the end. Like the the rest of the movie is pretty pretty somber, pretty tame, mm-hmm. kind of a mm-hmm. slow burn. Creepy, yeah. but but slow burn. Um, and and nothing really. All that despicable happening. No, not honestly, not really. Um, like it, it's really not until the end there, and like you know that there's some like fear going on because sister, brother, cousin, um, you know, fucking is apparently a threat once, especially when she escapes. Like you're like, <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. oh. It just it it was so good. Like the storytelling, the way they did it with um like I, I just I've I'm coming to really appreciate like eighties horror movies. Yeah. Like, they're, so they're really good. That was the thing. So the movie starts with and I guess the movie starts with a little bit of brutal gore with, with one like two children and a nursery a lot of nursery rhymes in this soundtrack too. Mostly sung by father uncle in the creepiest fucking way possible, right? Uh, which yeah. I appreciated, mm-hmm. but but it starts with with um, the two sisters presumably um, with the fuck was the nursery nursery rhyme? Is it when the bell breaks? Uh, yes. Was that the yeah. one playing over that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one's like in a rocking chair, and the other one's standing beside her, and the one standing. Starts smashing the one sitting in the face with a rock. And it's a pretty br- like it's a it's a very fake looking head, but but the effect wise is pretty brutal. Like you start seeing like the skull start caving in and, mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, and that's just presented on its own, like kind of in a weird dreamscape type of setting. Um, and I kept waiting for the movie to confirm like like the implication there is the one doing the smashing is the crazy evil sister um but we flash forward to them as adults and the crazy evil sister is the one with the completely scarred up deformed face which is apparently due to some sort of illness that she has contracted, is how it's explained. Um, and I kept waiting for them to drop the, um, the twist that um, it was the main character sister who had attacked the other sister and deformed her as a child. Right. And and that was kind of like a little twisty twist of like the 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 sister we've come to believe as being the good sister was actually the evil one when they were kids and right. drove the other one insane to get this revenge. But the movie never went there. Mm-mm. Like and and to the point where I'm like, I don't know if that was supposed to be like really subtly implied or if it was an idea that they scrapped. 
or right. or what it was, but it seemed like too obvious of a connection between that opening little scene and then the facial deformities the the evil sister has as a grown up. Mm-hmm. And there's a little I feel like there was a little bit in her monologue about like her talking about how she looks and kind of vaguely implying that it was the other sister's fault in mm-hmm. some way but not outright saying it. And everything in the movie says this, told us that the reason why she's like that and she looks like that is because of some illness she has. So, I don't know what that is. But I was I was curious about that and again, there's no trivia, there was no I, I could or, or if there is, I couldn't find it. It's not on wiki or IMDb. Yeah. Um, uh no, I you know, I noticed that. I just I guess I didn't really pull the two of them together. Mhm. But Maybe. Maybe they're just both insane. Like, that's that's possible. I mean, they definitely were by the end of it. (laughs) Right? That's for sure. She was she was done. Mm Mm-hmm. She was checked out. But no, like I I enjoyed it. It definitely should be added to the collection. Oh yeah. No, I'd put that on the shelf. Yeah, anything else? Mm, not not really. Um uh, Um as far as, you know, base tally score, it had set I counted 7 kills in it. And uh mm-hmm. that was it. There was no nudity, no drugs, no alcohol, no sex. Like I said, aside from the kills, which were like a number of them were really really brutal, there really wasn't a whole lot of like ooh, depravity in this movie. There really wasn't. Yeah, no. Thematically, maybe a little bit, and then yeah, no. The gore kills, sure. Yeah, no. They were especially brutal for the era, mm-hmm. or for the time period. But aside from that, no. Pretty, pretty tame. Pretty, um, pretty surprisingly wholesome, all things considered. Right. <clears throat> surprisingly wholesome. But, but that's about it. I don't think I don't think we have to go through like what we we gave, like the the, the, cat, the categories. I I think we can I, we can save it for for the very end. Yeah. Because it's going to be rather simple. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's going to be incredibly simple. Oh, I bet. I, I'm there, sure there's I can There's dual already... reason why you you sent me your sheet and I immediately responded with J. Jonah La- Jameson laughing hysterically. There's double reason. Double reason. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll just, fuck it, I'll just spoil it right now. Yeah, we both, like, did a full sweep, gave Madhouse every fucking category. Uh, first, pla- first place in favorite movie, first place in best present... Yeah, no, Madhouse got basically basically the maximum number of points from both of us, and Nine Lives got second place in the two ranking categories. That's how this shook out. Sorry for the spoilers if you cared about the voting or the points. Not that it matters on the spoop anyway. But yeah, no, that was hilarious. I fucking thought it was great because, like, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I don't, I can't really think of one nice thing about this movie that I want to give it a point for, so it's not getting shit. No, and especially, like, I mean, I watched them in chronological order, so, like, I did my sheet fresh off of finishing Nine Lives, 
At which point I was very, very angry at that movie. Um, so I, I'm, I gleefully and maliciously was just like, Madhouse, 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 Madhouse. At first, I couldn't even remember, um, uh, like, in that moment, I couldn't remember distinctively any of the actual music from Madhouse, but I gave Madhouse favorite music just on fucking principle at first. I, w I was like, no, fuck you, you don't, like, in the, the, like, let me put that, let me say a nice thing about Nine Lives. I didn't hate the music. The music was fine. So much so that I almost felt bad about just maliciously giving Madhouse favorite music. But then I thought about it a little bit more. I was like, I was like, no, there were all those creepy nursery rhymes and shit like that. Like, no, I actually really like the music in Madhouse. I just blanked mm -hmm. out on it a little bit because I was so furious at Nine Lives. So I'm like, no, Madhouse does deserve best music. Fuck you. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to give you a pity vote, psych. It wasn't even a pity vote. It was literally like, I was, I was at that point, I was voting against the movie that I hated. Just because I hated the movie. And I'm like, I'm like I feel a little bit bad about that because I can't really remember the music in Madhouse, and then I remembered the music in Madhouse. I'm like, oh no, it was better. Fuck you. <laughs> right? The, the one thing, the one thing I was almost like, well, maybe, and then I thought about it for an extra ten seconds, and I was like, no, no, Madhouse did have the better music. You can, you can suck a dick. <laughs> Nine lives. Anyway, um... <laughs> So I'm I'm excited. Oh lives. yeah. Oh my god. And you're you're gonna be you're gonna be delighted to know that like I remember very little. I remember Paris Hilton. Mm -hmm. Paris Hilton. Mm -hmm. Paris Hilton being Paris Hilton. You know, and then her crack about, you know, the life of a socialite and mm -hmm. you know, the irony and the the, the talk <laughs> and and then she died. And then mm. it got really boring. Yep. There was like an entire yep. 15 fucking minute scene of them negotiating between a wall. And they're just like, we oh, gotta let us like in. Two... We can't let you in. You gotta let us in. You can't let us in. Gotta let us in. Literally. You, well, what, first of all, there were like three scenes in which that happened. Um, I blocked In close proximity. Um, it was basically the only scene in the movie once, once Paris died. Um, and yeah, no, you basically just, that one scene basically describes the entirety of the movie post Paris Hilton being abruptly killed off. Of course, she's like the first one to get bumped off because she's the only person in the movie that has any name recognition whatsoever. Um, and they can only afford to pay her for so long. Yeah, she probably wanted off of that sec faster than anybody else, and she's like, I'm fucking rich, kill me. She's like, <laughs> I'm she's leaving. Like, she's like, no, 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 babe, babe. She's like, money, please. I don't even think she was like that. Like, she, like honestly, she seemed fairly, like, that. that is the, like, the, the movie has so few highlights. Basically, no highlights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paris Hilton is a highlight in this movie, and I don't even say that for ironic purposes. She's actually good in this movie. She's playing basically herself, 
but she does it well. Um, and she does it with, uh, like, I I'm sure she knew she was playing herself. I'm sure she knew it was a joke. And she did it. And she poked fun at herself with it without going over the top with it. Um, and she basically just played the character, the character being basically her. Um, yeah, like, like, she was the highlight of the fucking movie, and, and granted, the bar isn't set particularly high, no. but, like, even so, I, I actually found myself genuinely enjoying her parts in the movie. And not, yeah. and not just the one very all-too-brief scene where she's practically naked, wearing a fur coat and panties, um, which I, I very much appreciated that scene, too. Right. All, all, all two seconds of it. Um, but just her as a character, I enjoyed. I was, I was having fun with her as a character. Um, and then... She's, she gets killed off very abruptly, and suddenly you realize that despite having spent, like, the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of the movie doing nothing but spending time with these characters and these characters talking with each other and, again, doing in-depth exposition dumps into who they are as people, how they know each other, what they did last summer, all of this stuff, as soon as Paris Hilton is dead... I'm like, I don't care about any of you other fuckers. You're all the blandest, most boring people ever. And you only s prove to reinforce that belief with every dumb fucking thing you say. Mm -hmm. which, is, which they say a lot. Because the, the one thing that, that this movie knows how to do is let their characters talk. In fact, the one thing this movie does not know how to do is get their characters to shut the fuck up. They will get their characters to talk endlessly for an hour and a half. It doesn't matter if the characters don't have anything to say. It doesn't matter if all the characters doing are repeating themselves or talking in circles. They will let them go and go and go. Until they oh, reach that 90-minute mark, at which point they might mercifully roll the credits. Okay, what's going on? We got Cat being a cat. Cat being cat. I'll be right back. That was, that was getting into a ranty roll, damn it. Uh-oh. Just being a sussy baka. What is she doing? I assume it was it was Gray, because I saw Braxy looking over there all concerned. No, it was Braxy. Oh, what was Braxy doing? Br Braxy? I don't... She was in the cabinet. Braxy was? Yes. What the Gr fuck? Gray has been sitting here on that, on the, on that bed that's sitting on the uh, container. She's been she... laying there. Okay, then, Br then Braxy very quickly ran... Away yes. from the cabinet to avoid getting squirted because she's a devious little bitch. She did, and I'm just fucking you, sussy baka. <laughs> um, but you were saying. so yeah, no, and 
I feel like there was another movie that we watched, I think, for Spook Show. Mm-hmm. Where where I think I I it, 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 I I started getting deja vu because when I when I first started it my notes originally were fairly complimentary such as I liked that the, that the movie wasn't falling into the trope of here's here's your group of bland young adults who've gathered together for an event but mm-hmm. they all fucking hate each other and you can't understand why they're friends at all. And also they're all from unique uh, s- special demographics to like hit the diversity range. But when you stop to think about it for two seconds, it doesn't make any sense why such a diverse range of people would be friends to begin with. Um, and then they all hate each other anyway, so it makes it even more confusing as to why they're friends. This movie does not do that. It does the inverse of that. It's very clear they all know each other. They're all all rich, snobby fucks. That's how they know each other. And they actually get along fairly well. We know this because we get a 15-minute like dinner segment where it just transitions between one conversation to the next. And I did I was at the moment I was not aware that that was basically a precursor to like this is basically what the rest of the movie's gonna be. And that's it. Um, so, so at the moment when that was originally happening, I was like, okay, I kind of appreciate this. They're doing something different. They're not making all the characters super unlikable. Like granted, they're kind of unrelatable to me because I'm not a rich, posh British douche. So, but you know, as far as rich, posh, posh British douches go, they're not that douchey, at least at the start. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. Um, but even then I was, I was like this... This scene is going on for a little while. And they keep... All they're doing is talking about all these random little, you know, past events. And, and like, the history of the group. And, like, that's kind of interesting. But also, like, I kind of also just don't give a fuck. Past a certain point, I'm like, I get it. You all know each other and you've basically all fucked. Like, cool, let's do something. Like, murder? Uh, and they're like, no, we're going to talk about this for another 20 minutes at least. At I'm like, least. I'm like, alright, fine. Um, in your own time, movie. Um, but yeah, come to find out that's, that's basically the movie. Um, is them endlessly talking. Um, even as they get killed off one by one. Oh yeah, the... Um, as mentioned, um, Sister Mary in the last movie, not a posh British douche. Uh, therefore, she did not die to a single stab wound. Yeah, apparently in order to, like, posh British douches are kind of like vampires. They have a specific means in which you need to kill them. Um, they're made up of thin wax paper, and all you have to do is stab them once in the belly button, and they're dead. They're just dead. If you lightly it took her no 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 I'm getting there at least two exposition scenes come on no no, no. that's she she was special she was different she didn't get stabbed in the belly button she got lightly grazed across the belly button with a knife vaguely mm. which is a fatal wound of course if not immediately treated by a hospital. 
that's why she spent the next, you know, 20 minutes of the movie lying on a couch, slowly bleeding out, even though she's not really bleeding that much at all. And based on the wound being sustained from what we saw, it should not have been that serious at all. Um, but these are posh British douches. Therefore, they're made of wax paper and they are super easy to kill if you aim for the belly button. And, and that's it. That's all you need to do. Mm -hmm. a, sti you know? a stiff poke with a with a firm finger might do them in, quite frankly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. So in terms of you know a, a fun kills, no. Boring ass kills for a boring ass movie. Um. AKA endlessly squabbling the movie. Um, I'll give you another highlight that I actually enjoyed, but like in ironic ways, the frantic search for the cell phone scene. Did you, were you tuned out for the frantic search for the cell phone scene? No, I was not, but that was glorious. It was amazing. Glorious. I genuinely enjoyed that but not for the reasons that the movie wanted me to. <laughs> and the fact that it culminates with them idiotically smashing the cell phone under a, the leg of a bed. <laughs> I'm like, can we just, can we do that scene again? That scene was really fun. <laughs> it was stupid, but it was really fun, and they were actually doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, if this had gotten a funniest moment, you know, right. it might have gotten, it might have gotten somewhere most ironic moment. Like, mm -hmm. And like the music's all it. intense. Like, the, and that's the other thing. This movie starts out with the most intense fucking opening ever of cars right? driving down a road. I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what's happening, but something's up. Because <laughs> the music's all intense, and the editing's all intense, these cars are racing down a road, and I'm like, what is happening? And then the movie comes to a goddamn standstill for the next hour and ten minutes. <laughs> Um, except for the search for the cell phone scene. That one ramped up a bit. Um, also in this film we have, I'm sorry, it's your movie, but I'm kind of just taking, I had, a, I had a lot to rant about. That you were going to rant, and I was like, I, honestly, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to say it better than he can, because when you can rant, man, you can... Oh, you're oh, this is this is this is a prime. This is uh, so. Not only was the this the first time I've ever in the spoop or spook show that I that one movie blew out another movie. Mm hmm. Where where it got every single category and first place in both ranked categories. Uh, this was the first one out of ten for me. Um. Like ever. No, no, in in the show. Oh. I've seen plenty of one out of tens, but this was the yeah. first one out of ten we've hit in the show for me. Oh. This was like, yeah, no, like, like, I, I, and I fought on that. I, I was, I was like, well, I did actually genuinely enjoy Paris Hilton, but I'm like, she's only in it for five fucking minutes. No, no, there, there's way too many other grievances I have with this movie for that to elevate it even a single point. Um. But so yeah, we get the, the part of part of the film involves um an evil book mm -hmm. as you do. 
Um, although whether or not the book is evil or it's just um, a book about the evil spirit in the house, who knows? The movie kind of goes back and forth on that and can't really keep its own story straight. Much like um, the contents of the book keep changing, which would imply evil book, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, because it, it jumps back and forth. Personally, um, my own pet theory on what's up with the book and why the contents change, and it really only changes from, from one mode to another mode. When it's initially found, it has writing in it, mm-hmm. which one of the characters reads and learns this story of this pissed-off ghost in the house that is going to get revenge. And then what? immediately gets possessed by the evil spirit to get revenge. Surprise, surprise. Later, when and they keep going back to this book, characters keep picking up this book throughout the movie and retelling this story to each other. Even if they've already heard it, they keep retelling the story. Mm-hmm. Because padding! It's not just for preteen bras anymore. Um, <laughs> but... After our initial introduction to the book where, you know, there's words in it, for the majority of the rest of the movie, when the other characters, specifically one character, picks it up and looks through it, the words are gone, and it's pictures. So my pet theory with the book is, the book translates itself so that it can most easily be read by whoever's holding it. Which would further imply that the second character who picked it up was such a dumb piece of shit that the only thing she could comprehend was a picture book. And based on her other actions throughout the movie, I, I stand by that pet theory. I, I think that's I think that's accurate. Because th- this is also the character that refuses to let her friends back into the, the room they've locked themselves into... Because two minutes have passed, and they might be murderers now, maybe. Um, but she'll waste a hell of a lot of time getting into an existential debate about dice or some fucking thing. Because earlier in the movie it was established that it's part of her college major or something. Like, existential dread is her college major. Fun. Um, that's, that's where you make the joke of, oh, you must be really fun at parties. No, we, we, this is her at a party. She's not, she's miserable. She's, she's just the opposite of a delight to be around. Um, so yeah, no, the, the, like the movie takes the time to spend five minutes of two characters talking through a a door, having a, a legitimate conversation about existential theory. Um, which I gotta say, I'm, I don't think I've ever seen a horror movie go to such great lengths to discuss existential theory in the middle of a scene, but I feel like it's a good thing that I don't see that in other movies, <laughs> because I fucking hated it in this one. You know, you know what they, they were like, guys, guys, we can't, this has gotta stay, like, PG, Okay. <laughs> so like we can't no we can't even no no not even a nip slip nope nope all right all right so what are we gonna fill it with 
All right, here's the plan, guys. We're going to have them tell the same story to each other. Like, mm-hmm. several times. And then, all right, and then we're going to, like, we're just going to make them absolutely pointless, man. This isn't going to be a good movie. Who cares? <laughs> I already wrote the check. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is how, and, 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 the the dumbass who needs a picture book. She's basically the main character through most of the movie, and she's also the, the gets the burden of being the character who figures out what's going on, tries to warn everyone else, but no one else believes her because plot reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. typically in a lot of movies, that character is the one that everyone else in the movie thinks they're crazy, but you as the audience know better, and therefore you're pissed off at everyone else for thinking they're crazy. In this movie, a strange thing happened. I knew she was right. I knew she was 100% right about what she was saying. And and right for doing the things she was doing. And I still fucking hated her. Because the way she went about it was so goddamn frustrating. Um, such as the scene where she says blank a lot. Did you catch the scene where she said blank a lot? No. She, she couldn't get away from that word. She kept saying blank, the blank eyes, the blank and the blank this and the blank that and the, uh, like uh, I know it was excessive because there I have I have three notes. Wait, no, hold on, four notes back to back. The first one says, "Say blank again." I don't think it's fully sank in yet. Then, in all capital letters, she said blank again. Continuing in all capital letters, say blank one more time, motherfucker. I dare you. I double dog dare you, motherfucker. Um, and then she continues to talking about eyes and shit like that. And uh, oh no, that was that one was when the dude with the glasses gets his glasses knocked off and he stabs the possessed guy, so he becomes possessed. But he doesn't have his glasses, and they're talking about how he doesn't have his glasses. And at first, it sounds like, um. She at first it seemed to me like she was implying that because he doesn't have his glasses, even though he's possessed, he won't be a problem. And I'm like, but lady, don't you remember? Their eyes are blank. He probably doesn't need his glasses if he doesn't have fucking eyes. But that, but then it turns out that is actually the point she was making. Um, and I still hated her. I started, uh, there's a whole flurry of notes that's just me begging the killer to come in and kill them excessively. I'm just, just come come kill these assholes, please. Please. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Just someone go and die. Or don't, but just shut the fuck up. Like, I was begging them. I was just begging them to shut up and die. Because it was a feedback loop of exposition. Like and again, I pointed out like Madhouse had a lot of exposition, mm-hmm. but it was it was exposition that got to the goddamn point. It was delivered in an interesting fashion. This movie's exposition is just it is it's a feedback loop. It's just a they they say something and then somebody responds and then it, it just loops back around to the same point and then they go around and they do it again. They get back to the same point and then they keep going and they go back around. And they get to the same point. Or if they're not doing that, they're spending every five minutes, they have to reiterate exactly what the plot is and who's died and who's still alive and who may be possessed and and who's missing but is probably not possessed but could be possessed. And then this person is definitely dead, but who killed them? It could be this person or maybe it was that person. And 
like every five goddamn minutes. And at this point, I came to one undeniable realization. Mm-hmm. I miss Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. There's also a point um, that, that's very important in the movie where um, the possessed ghost killer um, knocks out the power in the house. Kind of. Knocks out all the power in the entire mm-hmm. house. Except for one wall in the room they're using as a safe house where they can plug their lights into so they're not sitting in the dark. Mm-hmm. Why? So they can read the book five more times. That's, that's the only reason. Even though, even with the lights out, the house is still perfectly well lit, so I don't know why that was a thing at all. Um, yep, more all cat. Let's talk about what might be happening again. I I am losing my freaking mind, man. <laughs> yes, I'm done. And, and and finally, this this room that they're locked in, the possessed killer figures out. Oh, there's a blizzard, by the way. This is why they can't just fucking oh, leave. Yeah, they're in yeah, the middle yeah, of nowhere yeah, yeah. in a big fancy house, and there's a blizzard, so they can't just leave. I'm gonna um, be honest, I completely forgot about the blizzard. Um, it was funny because on on what was it, Tubi? Every time there was a commercial break, it was it was always when they cut to an exterior shot of the house in the snow. <laughs> Every commercial break was cutting to the exterior. It cut to the exterior of the house commercial. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I see what you're doing here. That's actually not bad placement for the commercials. I actually appreciate that because half the time they put them right in the middle of a scene when somebody's talking, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? At least there, they broke it up properly. Um, but at some point in this, this safe, uh, this safe room is on an exterior wall. The exterior wall is the one that has power still, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so at some point possessed killer dude has had enough of all this existential theory bullshit decides to go outside the house, walk around to the room and just smash through the fucking window and start killing motherfuckers. Which happened about an hour and 15 minutes too goddamn late, in my opinion. Um, Yeah. But it gets better. Oh, it gets better. At this point, there's only like two people in that room. The other two people are outside looking for the killer, trying to trap it. Because at this point, they've realized whoever kills the possessed killer becomes possessed. And there's like really no way to stop this thing. Um... So they're outside trying to do their their sneaky plan, which is going about as well as you'd expect from these people. Um, And and they go out in the main hall, and they see that the front door is wide fucking open. So they proceed to have a long-winded conversation about which one of them should go out to investigate, and whether or not they should both go out to investigate, at at which point one of them doesn't want to go out and investigate, because it could be a trap. But they still have to go out there, so send the dumb one. Um... But the, jo- the, but the joke's on us, because the dumb one is the one who stayed behind. Uh, so the, the dude goes out, and he walks around, and he finds the smashed-in window and the safe room that has been compromised, and the killer is gone yet again, and the door, the door leading out of the safe room is wide open. So what does he do? He goes over to that open door, he closes it, he closes it and he locks it. Because, by golly, he needs to be safe. Apparently forgetting that the 
window he just walked through is still wide fucking open, and it's how the killer got in in the first place, and there's really nothing stopping him from walking back around. At which point, it doesn't happen, of course, which is actually surprising, given how much this movie loved to repeat itself. Um, but no, it's not, it's not going to repeat that. It's going to repeat the other scene. The scene that happened earlier in the movie where, where, where dumb shit McGee needs a picture book to understand what's going on is locked in the room. And the dude who's now locked in the room is outside the room. And they have their long-winded existential theory conversation about why he, she can't let him into the room. Because she doesn't know if he's evil or not. So she winds up on the other side of the door and they carry out that conversation again, only in reverse because irony. And it is played for emotional resonance. Which I felt none of because one, I'm dead inside and two, this movie was dumb. Um, And at this point, like, this should have been hilarious. But I was so pissed off and so tired that I couldn't even find the humor in the fact that they had done this. I just wanted it to be over. Like, I, just, I was yeah. like, there's only two of them left. One's totally going to die soon. Let's just l- end it. End it. And, and, and they didn't want to end it. They just wanted to talk. Again, another note. Fucking fuck more fucking talking. Uh is my is my official tagline for this movie. <laughs> um so yeah, um La- Lady Girl decides to end the curse by killing herself in what other way but by jabbing a knife, one quick jab directly through her belly button she's dead before i was i was like so here we go this is this is this is how dumb this is she's talking about she needs to kill herself to break the curse and i'm like right she's totally gonna do it and i mockingly write a note there you go sweetie one quick jab right in the middle of your belly you'll be dead before you hit the ground she then proceeds to do this um and Straight up, she is dead before she hits the ground. She is literally dead before she hits the ground. I said that as a fucking joke based on how the previous victims had died. The movie made it a reality. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. She is literally dead before she hits the ground from oh a single self induced light jab with a knife to the belly Mm -hmm. um so you're like okay curse is broken everybody's dead but the one dude roll credits right no 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 fuck you you don't understand this movie you don't fucking understand this movie but this movie's gonna make you fucking understand this movie this movie's gonna make you understand this movie by giving us an a, a a voiceover monologue from the final surviving character, who's now reading through the book, re-explaining the entire plot of the movie, what's happened, and, and drawing just ridiculous reasons and explanations as to why he's not also dead. 
And in case you didn't catch it the first time, he's going to repeat himself in a meandering monologue for the next three minutes mm -hmm. or so. Fuck. <laughs> Help. Yeah, remember the, the, the scene previously where the lady said blank a whole lot? This one doesn't feature the word blank a whole lot. This one is just this character saying again and again how this thing took their lives and spared his, and that now he's alone. He, said, he goes back and forth and says that those variations on those words probably five or six goddamn times before the movie finally, mercifully, grants us end credits. Holy shit. I was furious. I was so angry. <laughs> so on a scale of angry to angry, was it I like was Godzilla furious. level? Like Godzilla level angry? Ooh. God, I mean, Godzilla probably hurt more because I grew up loving Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up loving anything in this movie. No. Same. It's just a general... Uh, <laughs> anyway, I started blazing. I wanted to start blazing. I was begging for blazing. I was begging for blazing. Yeah. Blast the people in the movie. Blast me. I don't. At that point, I didn't care. Thank you, merciful Devito, for for delivering me from this this plague, <laughs> this plague of cinema wasteland. Now let me say, I, I tell you a lot of shit about this movie. Rightfully, goddamn so, in my opinion. I'm sure the people who made it are lovely. I, I have no ill will against them. Uh, may, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes against despite best intentions, you wind up with a shit sandwich. But it is very much a shit sandwich, in my opinion. I'm sure. Yeah. There might be one person out there who's like, "This is my favorite movie of time," and a piece of shit bastard for talking such shit about it. But you know what? Fuck off! It sucks. I don't care what you have to say. It's my show. <laughs> Anyway, so what did you think? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the same. Like, it, it just... It was, I honestly don't... Other than what I've already discussed, which was Paris, being Paris. Mm -hmm. Love Paris. Um, and yeah, again, I enjoyed, I enjoyed uh, your stuff. I, I enjoyed your yeah. scenes. I, I genuinely did. Um... Otherwise, I zoned out and in and out and in and out and in. Um, so I got, the ex I got the exposition maybe twice, mm. and it, it, I did not retain any of it. My brain immediately tasted the purge, or tasted the, the just bad brain matter, and was like, nah, you ain't keeping this. <laughs> you ain't keeping any of this. You can keep Paris, it's fine. Alright, yeah. well, let's keep that part, and we'll let you keep the part, you know, about the one posh British chick you know, bleeding out on the couch, 
for an excessively <laughs> long period of time while everybody's talking for an excessively long period of time. But that's yeah. all you could keep from this movie. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, my brain, my brain train saved me from the trauma. Yeah, your brain is more merciful than it is. My it is. mind You've makes been me a lot. You know, mine makes me hyper focus on it and, and remember. <laughs> yeah. No, this is one movie where I can legitimately say you could make me sit down and watch it again, but if you don't ask me about what's going on while it's happening, I'm probably not going to remember because my brain just says no. Legitimately, <laughs> it says no. I don't know how to make it any clearer, like how bad. Like, when my brain's just like, mm, no, like, I remember watching it. Like, I remember mm-hmm. sitting there and watching it. I don't. See, I I definitely have movies that are like that for me where I've watched them and, and like I've retained nothing because they're just so so dull. Mm-hmm. Um which you would think would rate them lower than I rated this movie. Like yeah, I'm going to I'm like this movie made me so fucking angry. I'm not going to forget it. Um mm-hmm. it it had a lasting impact. Well, I don't know, check back with me in a year. Um, and I'll probably remember those. Um, but like, I remember the one, one out of 10, like I remember Diary of a Cannibal. I only saw it the one time. I remember that fucking movie. I remember June Cabin. Not specifically every single little scene, but I remember. Right. Having watched it, I remember the, the, like the takeaway from it. Um, so I, I remember the ones out of 10s, which, you know, you would think would, preclude them from being one out of tens um versus something where like i saw it it wasn't you know particularly noteworthy i don't particularly remember much of it anymore and it kind of just faded from my mind but if anything i rate those movies higher because you know even if even if they're less memorable than the one out of tens you know they sucked and at least they were merciful enough to suck and not stick in my head Right. <laughs> At least they were merciful enough to fade from from my consciousness, or, or not, or like while I'm watching them, not be so infuriatingly bad that it gets to that point where where it's like, okay, like it sucked, but you know, it just sucked. Like it was whatever. Moving on, and right. like you just move past it. Whereas for me, the one out of tens are are just like, you would love to do that, but there's just something about them. They yeah, just they just refuse to go quietly into the night and fade from the consciousness. There, for one reason or another, it probably has something to do with me more than it does the movies themselves. But it just burns itself into my psyche, and it hits every raw, angry nerve. <laughs> And it doesn't know when to quit it. <laughs> Just it keeps pushing those nerves. I, yeah, this this one just it didn't like I don't know it, it it was one of those where like there wasn't enough in it to make me angry, probably because it didn't give me enough to make me keep paying attention. Yeah, you know. See, and, yeah, and, and I feel like if I was if I was more capable of being like hitting that point and getting to a, a point of like. This shit is fucking boring. I'm just gonna, like, tune out and, like, look at something on the other monitor and, like, let it breeze over me. Um, 
then it wouldn't have hit me as strong. Unfortunately. Yeah, you watch, you hold movies very much (coughs) in a different regard than I do. And I think that's kind of the interesting part of, like, why it's so much fun to discuss movies together is because like you watch each one regardless of how bad it is regardless of how done you are with it regardless of how upset it makes you you watch it from beginning to end Mm -hmm. me like very rare exceptions there's there's been like me yeah two or three movies that i've just been like and i just turn it off movies aren't my first form of entertainment Right. Um, probably, honestly, usually, like, when, when my mental health is, like, 100% and I'm reading, like, honestly, it's probably not even my second form of entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's usually video games, books, or it used to be books and video games. But, like, I just, if it's not entertaining me, I'll find something else to entertain me to say, you know, to, so that way I can, like, pay attention to it. But... Right. At the same time, like, uh, if you can't keep me hooked, like, I give it the good first, like, 30, 40 minutes right. like, of, of, of my full attention. But if you can't grab me in the first 30 to 40 minutes, we got a problem. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's kind of me, but it's mostly you. Like, right. Saying. Like, I all admit I don't have the best attention span. Why? You know, um, I get distracted easily. But... I can sit and watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, if it's good, it'll keep your attention. Yeah, <laughs> if it's like, good, there's I'll some watch stuff like in the once. in the middle of the road that's like, you know, it might be somewhat decent, but you kind of have to, you know, try a little bit harder. Um, mm-hmm. But the really good ones, like, yeah, no, they, they chances are you're not going to be tuning out as much because they're good, and you want to keep watching more. Yeah, and, like, there have been times where, um, like, I've actually had to go in, like, so a lot of these movies I actually have to watch twice, mm-hmm. um, just simply because usually when I'm, when I'm watching them, it's usually more towards the end of the day, and my ADHD meds are wearing off, so sometimes I don't feel like I fully retained it, so I'll go, I, I'll, I'll go back through, so, so in reality, I'm watching, like, eight <laughs> <laughs> Because I have to, because otherwise, like, it's not, I don't retain as much. I wouldn't be able to talk as much about it. Like, with this, right. I watched Nine Lives once. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not getting more than that out of me. Like, it got no. the one watch. I was like, I'm not going to retain anything if I try and put this on a second time. I mean, so, I... we're just, we're just going to, because I did them in reverse order, apparently. Right, yeah. Um, and, uh. Yeah, no, I'm glad I, I, I ended my review on a, on a happy, well, a disturbed happy note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that being said, like, I do need a DVD copy of Nine for I mean, a cheap, cheap price. Like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta build the, the, the Ark of the Covenant of, of absolutely terrible films that I can crack open when someone has pissed me off and i'm like i know exactly what we're watching you're gonna love it i swear it's one of the best movies no one has seen it they don't know nothing about it welcome to the exclusive club buddy strap them in fucking tape their eyelids open like clockwork orange style 
Oh my god. <laughs> Brutal. And then and then leave the room because fuck sitting through that shit again. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> I will say like there's some discourse like where it's like oh you shouldn't you know leave bad reviews for movies or say a movie like they be 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 the 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 endless stream of like positivity against all odds um well while i think it comes from a decent place um i also kind of respectfully disagree because some movies are like one here's here's thing the first it's all fucking subjective um and again there's somebody could watch nine lives and think it's incredible i have no problem with that in fact i hope you do um because I'd rather wish that on you than the misery I had watching the goddamn movie. But I watched the movie, it was fucking miserable, and I deserve the chance to talk about it and rant about it and bitch about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. I watched the movie. I watched, I watched the entire fucking movie. I watched beginning, middle, end, credits. Even the, I sat through the fucking credits. Fuck you. Um, the movie is so... In that regard, like, the movies that... The the very few movies that I've only watched part of and just noped out of because I just really wasn't enjoying myself, I don't talk about those. No. Like, there was, like, the most recent experience I had, it was, it was a movie. It was a horror movie. It's regarded very well. Um, I was curious. So I gave it a try. I made it about 20 minutes in. And I was like, I fucking hate everything about this. Which is unfortunate because some of the concepts I'm like, it's kind of interesting. But unfortunately, I just could not stand the characters. Um, it was, and it was doing... I, so I couldn't engage with it on, on the way I needed to engage with it. And I just turned it off. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> um... But I, I'm not going to say what the fucking movie's name is. And, I want to know what the movie is. I'll, 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 I'll say it privately, but like, no, publicly, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say what the movie's name is, and I'm not going to go into detail beyond what I, all I just have. Um, because the, the fact of the matter is, I didn't finish the movie. Um, therefore, I didn't give it a fair chance. It, it it could have won me over. It could it could have I, by the end of the movie I could have loved it. It's possible. I doubt it, based on how I felt when I turned it off and the fact that I did turn it off, which is so fucking rare for me. But like, fact remains, I didn't give it a full full fair shake. Therefore, any opinions I may have on it completely fucking invalid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share them publicly. Fair, fair. But but nine lives I watched. To completion. Yeah. So I will gladly share my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you, your rant is beautiful. <clears throat> like, I, I think I kind of like trying to find garbage movies at the same time <laughs> because if they invoke your nerd, like your rage, mm-hmm. all the better. And, and that's the other side of it too, is that like, listen... Don't don't tell me I can't can't shit on a bad movie. Um, there's only so many ways I can I can get my dick hard, all right, and this is one of them. <laughs> I may I may have had a miserable time watching this movie, but holy shit, 
was the silver line. I was clinging to that silver line of like, I'm going to rant so hard about this, and it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> so. There's so, many, so few moments of joy in this world. So give me this one. Shut up and leave me alone. No. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, get this. I mean, I said all I need to say on that one. <laughs> um, so it, it, did, it did beat Madhouse in base score with a kill count of eight. I mean, hey, and a, and you had a, to win at something. And an alcohol count of 13. Okay. Hey. Uh, basically, all the movie was it spent the first chunk of the movie just getting drunk, and then the second half of the movie slowly, 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 oh, so fucking slowly dying. Yep. Um. So, yeah, the. the the votes are going to be real goddamn easy because as previously mentioned, uh, Madhouse took everything. Favorite kill, story, poster, movie, comfiest movie, scariest movie, most disturbing movie, sleeper hit, music, special effects, mm -hmm. most entertaining. All of them. Got all of them. Mm -hmm. For me and for Neff. Yep. Um, and, and in overall ranked movies, Madhouse first, Nine Lives second, same for Neff. And Best Present was the ranked category. And again, Madhouse the Nightlines. Yep. So now, thanks to that, we now know what the, the maximum and minimum scores that we can see on this show are. The maximum score, well, the minimum score is 20. How'd it get any points? Well, second place still divvies points. Second place mm -hmm. in the categories, in the ranked categories, um, gives five points. Wait, wait, Fish started a prediction. Oh, what? Yeah, apparently you can bet channel points. Does this mean I can rig it? I can. Which movie wins? <laughs> oh, I can't vote. <laughs> oh, neither can I. Dang it. Fix it to sixty. Uh, I mean, I I I I like I like the initiative. I like where your head's at, fish. This is the one time where it's already been very clearly stated which one of these movie wins. But by all means, vote for Nine Lives. Vote for Nine Lives to win. Go for it. <laughs> you missed that. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah the the minimum the minimum number of points a movie can get on this show is 20 points cuz like yeah 5 for 2 second places from, from both of us so we each gave it 10 points uh the maximum number of points a show on this can earn or or a movie can earn on this show is 140 points, which is what Madhouse got, with both of us giving it 70 points. <laughs> so congratulations, we stuffed the ballot box, Madhouse wins. Yay, I win! <laughs> <laughs>